The Story of Galano, Episode 4. When last we left Galano and the Felinian... Oh, crap. With the Collector's deep red death ray-like stare beaming down through the French doors directly at Galano, he struggles and fails to stand upright, buckling under the sheer psychic depressive power of the Collector. Galano, no, fight it. Come on. The Collector presses one of its huge bat-like claws against the glass of the door and slowly begins to pass through it, merging and melding first, then one, two, and three monstrous claw tips come into view inside the house. The pressure continuously mounting, Galano can't find his bearings and while not knocked out of commission, is on hands and knees in a deep, depressive daze. We need cover! Overtaken with her extensive military training, Sox grabs Galano by the shoulder with her mouth like a mother to her kittens and drags him behind the kitchen island and out of direct view of the slowly entering collector. Oh, God, you taste delicious! What are you, Galano? The collectors aren't here for me or my kind. We are immune to their psychic oppression. But you, how are you still conscious? Your kind have no resistance to the Collector's power. What are you, Galeno? Speak. We have no time and I need to know as much as you do, if I am to keep you alive. Uh, I, I don't know what I am. Uh, I'm not special. I, I'm, I'm me. I'm, I'm a scout. Uh, I'm a reject from uh, some project. Project? Uh, uh, hybrid project with humans. They, uh, they have power and I'm oh, supposed to be something, but uh, I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm a rejected hybrid. I, I, I didn't hit the right percentage. Percentage? The collectors only go after high value targets. There's got to be something special about you. What I cannot for the life of me tell, other than that disgusting deliciousness you are exuding right now. Ugh, I need to focus. Can you get up? Can you run, Galeno? I can't. I can't focus. Oh, feel like I'm oh, constantly in the middle of being oh, beaten in the head. Uh, uh. It will be inside soon. If you can run with me, I can take you to safety. But we have to get outside. I'll need your opposable thumbs to open the front door. I'll watch for an opening, but when I say, what on earth? Just as Sox peers beyond the island to check the status of the incoming collector, a bright, thick column of light bursts forth from the darkness. Just behind the now halfway through the glass door monstrosity, what in the... Rising slowly within a ring of burning grass, dressed in a tactical skin-tight suit, stands Val number nine. 
Okay, what is going on? Sam appears and, as far as holograms can, gasps in happy surprise. <gasps> the Kiri project is functional. Galano, you're gonna wanna see this. Galano peers his head out in between Socks and Sam and sees the tall, molten red-haired warrior fix her ice-blue-eyed gaze on the collector, closing in through the glass. A moment passes. The half-in, half-out collector turns its dangerous eyes on Val, <laughs> awaiting her physical and emotional implosion. But nothing happens. In a flash, Val reaches out with her right hand toward the collector, palm open. She then snaps her hand shut into a fist. The collector, presently half-merged in the glass door, winces in pain. With a slight tugging motion toward her, the glass and wood of the door splinters and shatters, forming blades and spikes. The collector, free of the door, screams in Val's direction. But with another swift pull of her fist across her body, the former French doors now turned into weapons of laceration, slice and dice through, cutting into chunks and spurting green blood everywhere. A few specks sprinkle Val's cheek. She smiles. Shards of wood, glass and body parts fumble to the ground. Just as the first collector fell, a second drops from the roof, howls its blood-curdling howl at Val, before she catches it with her mind mid-air, squeezes, pinches, and crushes the weapon's windpipe, before doing the same to its entire body. She makes a tossing motion, and the mass that once was alive joins the pile of bloody body parts her hair dancing and shimmering in many red hues. Val, in the newfound safety of silence, turns her gaze on Galano through the doorway and raises an outstretched hand, her hair no longer frantically flowing and fiery, but sea-green-blue lilting and floating on her shoulders, her eyes soft and kind. Suddenly, behind her, rising from the darkness, angry red blots that belong to a third collector stare down in violent anticipation of a sneak attack. Behind you! But it's too late. Val's hair leaps up as if electrified by lightning, and the collector's claw stabs through her shoulder blade, protruding out the front of her body and lifting her off her feet. Shocks of red and yellow pulse through her hair, her legs kicking frantically to find support. The collector lifts her higher and screams. Val goes still. Then her arm, shoulder, the claw, and the collector all begin to fire and flare, turning red, then hot violet and stark white, flashing sparks and flames. With screams of pain, the collector releases Val, who falls to the ground. The collector spreads both its wings its whole right half aflame as it takes troubled flight and disappears into the blackness screaming. <coughs> Val lays motionless. Galano runs through the heaped corpses, 
and to her side. Oh, wow, that, that was amazing. <laughs> Are you alive? Oh, tell me you're alive. Val coughs and winces in pain at the remains of her charred right shoulder, <coughs> turns to look upward and locks eyes with Galano, still and staring into him and he into her. Then, coughing and wincing, she breaks eye contact and rolls on her side away from Galano. In an instant, the same beam of bright white light careens down, envelops her, and in another, she's gone. All that is left is a charred ring of grass that Galano sits just outside of. Wow! We've gotten confirmation of Galano and collectors in the vicinity from this model. You've done more than enough, Doctor, but it's a waste of resources to try and save it. She survived. This is unprecedented. The Kiri project is a resounding success. I won't lose her. Clone it and be done with it. We have to move soon or else we'll lose the advantage we have. The Aramans know where he is and they know we know they want him. We have a small window and it's closing fast. I will not lose number nine. Ugh. I have a mole to cut out. One way or another, we have to resume operations. Don't waste time we don't have. Come on, come on, number nine. Stay with me. Be sure to come back next time to find out what happens in the story of Galano. Mm -hmm.